You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Looking into the lives of successful people, we hope they will inspire us to be better parts of ourselves. And uh, my guest today is uh, Zarif Minty, who really flew in for us because we begged him and begged him to be part of this conversation. We, we, we regard you as successful, Zarif. Do Thank you, you so much. Do you see yourself as successful? I don't. I actually have such a high standard for what I believe success what do is. You, what do you find is just successful? I feel like it, it's a it's a never-ending system for me. I believe that you only su- well, you're successful in certain aspects, and I do believe I'm successful in the sense of many different aspects. I'm, I'm, I believe that a sense of happiness is success. Yes. I believe that um, when you're looking at it in a monetary perspective, I mean, my mentors are on such a level mm. that... It's embarrassing for me to say I'm successful. I mean, you can make a few millions and do well in your life, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily successful. Um, The way that they look at life and how I look at life now is based on sustainability and based on leaving a legacy. So if you're only living for yourself and the people in your intermediate family, then you're not really successful until you actually go out and impact the lives of you know thousands of people. I mean, some of my mentors feed you know thousands of people every single week. I can't call myself successful. I'm not. We we define you as an entrepreneur. How do you yes. define yourself? I do. I define myself as many different things. Yeah. Um, last year, I made the Forbes Africa 30 yes. under 30 list. Yes. So, I mean, that's a really good achievement. But I do believe it's just the stepping stone to the next level. Um, I am a radio host. I'm an author. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a lawyer by profession, studied at WITS. I do believe in the concept of diversification mm-hmm. of your profession and your income. Um, but like I said... The level that I actually want to be on is on such a high level. Looking at my at my mentors, you you started early. What sixteen was your first business? What was the plan? What what was your vision for yourself? I think I've always had like an end goal. You know, I think it's very important as young people, especially as entrepreneurs, you have to you have to work from the end goal moving backwards. So I've always had the plan in mind of where I would love to see myself. Yeah. Um, and I've just grown it from the age of 15. So I started off a clothing company uh, at the age of 15. My competitors at the time was like, I'm a Kip Kip yes. and all of this. Real competitors. Real yeah. competitors, yeah, yes. you know. And then I created the whole concept of influencer marketing. So I went to all of your major celebrities, gave them my T-shirts, um, Started wearing it on all of their shows. I mean, even Kenny Ward on his So What an ETV show. And it started to build up a lot of traction, you know. And then I kind of like diversified that clothing company alone to commercial, uh, a commercial company, but also working with corporates as well. And then I, with that income that came in from the clothing company, I built up the next business. And then I built up the next business. And then I built up the next business. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe in that concept. I believe that we should never sit down and say, you know what, I need six million rand at the age of 15 to make this clothing company successful. You start off where you are and you just build from there and before you know it you're actually running a few successful businesses that can you know increase your income in that way but, but what was the end goal the end goal was to do what the end goal is still about 35 to 40 years away the end goal is literally to leave the biggest legacy in south africa and africa i want to be known as the person i don't want people to remember me for silly small things like yes you know like for fame or or wealth i want i want people to remember me for impact i want people to sit down and say this guy actually built you know 35 schools he he feeds you know um 500,000 people a week that's beautiful for me that's that's changing lives that's the most important thing you know but to get there you have to build up businesses um to get there, you have to be able to diversify income and create a more of a monopoly in the different industries that you're at so that you reach a level where you're actually comfortable to do those things. So I do believe that, you know, I'm starting off, I'm 25 now. I've reached a point where I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've made 
a lot of money in the last few years, mm-hmm. but I would never call that sufficient to be able to get to the level where I want to be. So it's a long way, you know, I'm, to go. I'm listening to you and I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that you're not married to one business. Yes. Right? So you just build businesses. You're not married to the one. Is that the key? Can I, tell you what's the, can I tell you what's the craziest thing about being Tom. an entrepreneur? Yeah. When, you are, when you're a young entrepreneur, your mind is always looking for the next solution. Yes. I was on my way back from Paris and I did the Viva Tech conference. So the Viva Tech conference is um, with, you know, your Jack Mars of the world and your Mark Zuckerbergs. And I spent, you know, a week in Paris learning everything that you could possibly learn about technology because I wanted to bring it back to South Africa. I went there on my flight back. I had a conversation with the, with the random guy sitting next to me and it just clicked that, you know what, co-working spaces is massive in South Africa and there's a whole target market that no one's touching on. Went home, spent about two weeks strategizing on how I'm going to build up this business, found the perfect business partner. And I think within a period of four to five weeks, we've already built up the business. It's established and we're starting to get people on board immediately. It's called Wealth Spaces. So it's like www.wealthspaces.co.za. What what do you do there? What's different? So the whole concept is, you know, in South Africa, we've created a lot of co-working spaces. It's now the next big thing. But the next big thing is actually old in in Europe and in in America because that's been done many, many many years ago. The new thing is to use common areas that are actually available in hotels, in cafes, in um, coffee shops, and then create so many benefits linked to those common areas that normally are not busy during your you know, your off-peak period. So from 9 o'clock in the morning until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, those spaces actually want to have people coming in. So it increases their you know, food and beverage income as well. Yeah. So you kind of create that kind of a marriage between working with them and providing benefits to your client and your consumer. Like what? What kind of benefits? So offering them things like free coffee, free tea, free Wi-Fi, free parking. You know, all of these things are what we offer on Wealth Spaces. And it's crazy. We've been running now for about a week so the the business is running for about a week and we've already hit over a thousand subs on our platform you know so do you partner then with these entities these properties yes and then you say well i'll bring you feet Yes, I'll bring you. I'll bring you feet. Mm-hmm. I'll increase your food and beverage income yes. because we have such a huge database of entrepreneurs, yeah. and they'll all be channeled into your locations when yes. you don't have anyone there. Yes. And you know the benefit of for most restaurants is that the more you see people in a, in a restaurant, of course, I never want to walk into an empty restaurant. Exactly, and the minute you see a busy restaurant, yes. you're going to sit down yourself, yes. and that's just the whole idea behind it. And people are not using that that aspect. We have concepts that are co-working spaces, but they're still limiting in the way that you look at it. Mm. So we just thought that let's create this business. We're not going to waste any time and so what do you do so you've got a platform you've got people who follow the platform who use i suppose the network and then you channel them to a specific space yeah and they get benefits because they are part of your community. Yes. So, I mean, I get sometimes some messages on Instagram just yeah. from people saying, I love working from this location. It's yep. beautiful with a cup of what coffee in front freebies? of them. And I mean, you're getting free coffee, free water, free Wi-Fi, free parking, you know, 20% or 10%. Well, some places are 10 or 20%, but you get 20% on food and beverage bills as well. So everything is, is discounted. You get so many benefits by going to a spot like that. And the minimum fee that you're paying is like 250 rand a month from all spaces. So for 250 rand, a month every single day you can go to the nicest locations get free coffee free water free wi-fi you know all of these different benefits free parking and you're practically using space that's there already it's just creating the uber of co-working spaces that's exactly what it's called (laughs) that's absolutely incredible i mean as you said i'm imagining how young people who've been struggling with with access you know this this gig economy where everybody's doing everything and they need the, the the data they need the space they need that coffee they need that water and uh they also you know how restaurants have 
always had this look, you know, when you've been sitting for too long. And, so, and, <laughs> and someone says, are you going to buy anything? Yeah. Are you going to eat anything? Now they're welcome. Now they actually they have don't. their own space. You know, yeah. people know that you're supposed to be there. And that's yeah. the beautiful thing. Also, now young people nowadays, I mean, most SMME businesses fail because of the high expenses of, of rent, rent for offices. Yes. You know, most of them fail because they can't afford to pay your 6000 yeah. or 9000 yeah. or 12000 in a month option. So I believe this is the perfect solution. And I'm really excited. I mean, wealth spaces is... On another level, and I'm very excited to see it grow so in South Africa. So this is Africa. the latest business. This is the latest business. This is the latest. Why? Why do you abandon some businesses? I haven't abandoned any of my businesses. That's the beautiful thing about it. I believe in the concept where you make it run itself. It yeah. becomes, um, you know, it becomes uh, autonomous in that sense. Yes. So it runs by itself, and you leave it. You have a team behind, and they're working on it, and you move on to the next space. Mm-hmm. And I believe that there's a certain amount of time that you have to spend on every single business, and after that, you just let go, and you let the team take care of it, and you're still behind the scenes strategizing, making sure that you're adding value if you don't adapt to society it's it's, it's gonna die when do you call it when do you abandon something you you're an entrepreneur i'm sure yeah. you've started many businesses not all have passed yeah. or, or, or succeeded when when is it time to walk i've away? had i've had failed businesses yes. i've never abandoned a business there's a difference gotcha. so when you abandon a business it means that it's still making good revenue for yeah. you but you just feel like you're on to the next thing that's not an entrepreneur that's someone who's just looking for the you know someone who's into more of a looking greedy for a mindset fix. yeah looking for a fix. so i think i think for me it's more based on the fact that there's been businesses that has failed and i want to tell young people out there and entrepreneurs do not feel the pressure of social media and the whole concept of making you know this whole fear of failure is a massive thing in South Africa it stops so many people who could be very successful even start up a business or even speak to themselves about getting somewhere in life and I want to get rid of that in South Africa I think that's one of the main aspects for me is that I want to get rid of fear of failure because we have such talented young people in South Africa well how are you going to help them get rid of fear I think it just comes down firstly by leading by example, yeah. but secondly, also I, I I spend a large amount of my time going to universities, going to schools. You know, I want young people to understand that. Look, I I wrote a book, right? My books in mm. in, in your leading bookstores, mm. just so that I don't actually mm. mention them, but. Um, my book, no one wanted to publish my book for mm. two years. I, at 19, I, re- I had my book ready and I went to 19 publishers and I got told no by all 19 of them. They told me, you're too young, you don't know enough. What do you know about um, self-development? You were not certified. <laughs> I was not certified. I wasn't even verified that's on, on Instagram, right? And I sat down and I believed it. And that was the fear of failure. I believed what people told me. And then I said, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend time perfecting this book. And I spent more time on it. And then I released it at 21. And in the first month, we sold 5,000 copies just through one order. And we became a national bestseller in South Africa. Today, my book's available on Amazon. It's available on GWE. It's available even globally. You know, Barnes & Nobles even has my book available. So don't let someone else. And it's not even about a concept of boasting. I don't believe in, I don't believe in arrogance as an entrepreneur. You should never be arrogant. You should always be learning. But my whole idea of why I'm saying this now is that don't let someone else validate your, your, your dreams. You know, if you believe in yourself, I believed my book was going to be amazing. I didn't need 19 publishers who have, who have thousands of books and exclusive books in CNA to tell me that it's not good enough, you know. And I still believed in it and it became something. So if you believe in yourself and you want to actually open up a business or you want to start up something, don't wait until your friend thinks you're good enough. Do it yourself. What about those who have nothing to begin with? So I, I, I believe in this concept and some of my businesses start in this way. Mm-hmm. I believe that a business becomes sustainable when you start off with a zero balance in your business and you grow it from there. 
Wealth Spaces started with zero rand in our bank account for Wealth Spaces. We opened up the bank account and never put a cent into it. And we built up the model. And today it has over, you know, a thousand subs on the platform. You must understand a thousand subs times 250 is not a bad amount of money for actually just starting up a week ago. I've used all my channels of social media. I've learned how to do that. I think it's very important that, look, there's a difference between starting off completely with nothing available to you and understanding how to market yourself and using your network to be able to build a business. Mm. So if you're starting off from completely scratch, I don't think it's, it's, it's advisable that you just go out there and use the same formula. I believe that networking then plays such an important role. Mm. You need to go out there and speak to every single person in every single room because one of those people will be the door for your next level up, you know, and that's very, very important. So I think it, it depends on where you are in the space where you're at, but we also offer mentorship as well. So, I mean, young people can send me messages. We have a platform called Gen- Generational Wealth Education, mm. which is all online courses, online books, but nothing that really speaks about the normal syllabus that you get in universities mm. and schools. We teach people how to make money online. We teach people how to make a sale in five minutes. If you're an entrepreneur and you don't know how to sell something, you'll never become successful. I can tell you that now. You might as well go and give your CV <laughs> into a job and that's what you'll end up becoming. You'll become an employee. It's exactly what it is. Can you sell everything? I literally believe I'm, I'm the Jordan Balfour of South Africa. Sell I would water. sell you a sell, pen. Sell me this water. I would sell you that water. Sell me water in two minutes. Okay. Do you know, okay, that this water right here actually stops you from getting cancer? Do you know that? Do you know that this is a specific water that has such a high alkaline level that without it, because of the situation that we're living in in South Africa right now, because every single bottled water actually is not good enough. This is the only bottled water that actually has enough alkaline in it to protect you from actually getting cancer. You need this water to stay alive. Do you know that? How much in your sales pitch is true and some of it being a white lie? Look, I mean, I can tell you now that with... Alkaline water is is true. It's a a common thing. Everyone knows that you need a high alkaline level to be able to reduce cancer, right? (laughs) There's some products out there that are currently in the market that is not doing well because they do not emphasize it enough. They need me on their marketing team. (laughs) Oh, I own a marketing and PR company as well. That's that's how we made the Forbes Africa 30 under 30 list was because of my media and public relations company. So I manage a lot of like your celebrities, like a lot of them on generations. And I also work with a lot of corporates as well in marketing so what what makes you unique what what sets you apart from everybody who's tried and failed and failed again i think i think there's a lot of aspects that make me unique number one is the fact that i spend so much of time on developing myself as an individual so Mm. self-development is very important i'm never the same person as i was yesterday i mean if i look at myself five years ago i'm embarrassed of who i was because i believe that it's a it's a a journey but i know every day if you don't change you're never going to become something i also believe i'm unique in the sense that i I want to spend time on developing more people. I believe in the concept of each one teach one. A lot of our young people are currently all about themselves on social media. It's all about how to get the nicest car, how to get the biggest house, how to show off and boast. I don't want that. I want to see other young people succeed. I actually visited a school recently in Indonesia met this phenomenal young woman and she's in grade 11 and you know I just think it's so important that we spend time developing our young people a lot of people go there for pictures on Instagram mm. but they don't understand that you're actually there to impact someone's life mm. and that's so important Zarif it's been wonderful chatting <laughs> to you such an inspiration that's exactly why we have this thank you very much Zarif Minty who is our road to success uh, personality today and uh, that will be available as a podcast thank you everybody it's been wonderful it's 3 o'clock